The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org.
Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the November 21 meeting of the Ann Arbor City Council. If you're able, please rise and join us for a moment of silence, followed by the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Would our clerk please call the roll of council? Councilmember Dish? Here. Councilmember Harrison? Here. Councilmember Song? Here. Councilmember Watson? Here. Councilmember Adina? Here. Councilmember Ghazi Edwin? Here. Mayor Taylor? Here. Councilmember Iyer? Here. Councilmember Ackman? Here. Councilmember Briggs? Here. Councilmember Cornell? Here. We have a quorum. May I have a motion, please, to approve the agenda. Move by Councilmember Gazi Edwin, seconded by Councilmember Dish. Discussion of the agenda. All in favor? Opposed. The agenda is approved. Do we have uh, any communications today from our city administrator? No, Mayor. Uh, having no introductions, I believe it's time for organization of due council. Ms. Bougie, we're at your disposal. Should I meet up front? All right, 22s. DC1, resolution electing 2022-2024 Mayor Pro Tem and establishing order of succession of acting mayor. Moved by Councilmember Briggs, seconded by Councilmember Iyer. Discussion, please, of DC1. Councilmember Rodina. 
Thank you, Mayor. Mayor. Uh, very briefly, I just want to say thank you to all of you for the privilege and opportunity to serve as uh, Mayor Pro Tem for the, the next term. Um, I am honored that all of you, uh, my, my new colleagues, have placed your trust in me to serve in this important leadership role for our city. And I welcome the opportunity to expand my service to this council and the community we all love. Um, I am particularly humbled to be selected by the current composition of City Council, which as of this evening has become the most diverse in our city's history. The magnitude of that honor and the responsibility that comes with it is not lost on me, nor is it lost on me that I will have the opportunity to serve as our, our city's first openly gay mayor pro tem in over two decades since Chris Cole Blast held this role. I look forward to working with all of you and learning from each of you over the next two years to restore stability to this body, to main, maintain confidence in our government, to deliver exceptional city services, and to continue making progress towards our housing, transportation, and climate goals. And finally, to advance the progressive policies that not only make Ann Arbor so great, so, such a great place to live, learn, work, raise a family, recreate, and retire in, but also that set us apart as a model for the state and the nation. So thank you, and I look forward to serving with all of you. Further discussion? All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. Let the record show it is unanimous with 11 council members present, all voting in the affirmative. We now come to public comment. Public comment reserve time. Public comment reserve time is an opportunity for members of the public to speak to council about matters of municipal interest. Anyone may speak at public comment, but to do so, you must sign up in advance by contacting the city clerk on the day of the meeting. If you call before 1 o'clock, then your speaking time position will be allocated randomly within priority bands established by city council. If you call after 1, then you will be placed at the end of the queue in the order of your call. If you contact the city clerk and attempt to sign up after 5 p.m., you will regrettably not have an opportunity to speak at city council. We have allocated 45 minutes to public comment at the beginning of the meeting, enough time for us to hear from at least 15 members of the public. If the 15th public commenter completes their comment prior to the end of that 45-minute period, then we will move on to the next person on our list. If that person is not present, or if they end their speaking time prior to the end of the 45-minute period, then we go on to the next person on our list, and so forth. If we come to the end of our 45-minute period and people remain on our list, then these persons will be moved to public comment overflow at the end of our meeting when we will resume the queue and receive public comment until the queue is completed. Either during initial public comment reserve time or public comment overflow, if you are not available to speak when your name is called, then you will lose your spot on the queue and will not have an opportunity to address counsel at the meeting. Only one person may speak at a time. Speakers are not authorized to delegate their queue slots to others. In all cases, speakers have three minutes in which to speak, so please pay close attention to the time. Our clerk of the time clock will notify you when 30 seconds are remaining and when your time has expired. When your time has expired, please conclude your remarks and cede the floor. Our first speaker today is Mark Rosen. Yeah, my name is Mark Rosen. I'm the owner of Aviation Center at the Ann Arbor Airport. I've been there for 43 years performing duties uh, to uh, accommodate the maintenance, fueling, um, aircraft rental, uh, instruction, and so on um, in the building that the, there is a lease proposal up uh, in front of you to talk about today. And my main concern is that we maybe uh, we should table that because I think there's some major concerns. I have not been able to see the lease itself because it's not public record yet. 
and so I don't really even know the, the, the very specifics, but I know the, the generalities of it. And the biggest issue that I have uh, that should concern the city of Ann Arbor directly is the proposal that they put a paint shop in. Uh, the paint shop is not conducive to uh, the fact that the city of Ann Arbor gets about a third of its water off of the aquifer underneath the Ann Arbor airport. Uh, paint stripping in general is uh, a pretty caustic process. Uh, it's not quite the same as automotive where they usually sand and paint and, and uh, use a paint booth uh, that confines most everything. Uh, if they use that in our building, it'll be probably exclusive use for painting because it doesn't make sense to do maintenance and uh, avionics and other things in the same building that you're doing a relatively dirty type uh, process or that gets an overspray and so on. So I'm very concerned that the bid that has been proposed uh, that shows all kinds of services, the ones that we currently produce and been producing for 43 years, um, will probably be relegated to another location since the, this particular operator does have another location in Mason and it will not technically be services to the general public on the airport specifically. Um, so uh, that's the main thing. I did you have a question? Uh, I, the, the, uh, the main thing I wanted to do is, is to see if we get it postponed so we can answer a, a fair amount of these types of questions. I'm also somewhat disappointed in having been there for um, 43 years. Uh, the, the, my lease ran out uh, where I had to forfeit the building to the city, which is a value of about $750,000. And yet I'm not being allowed to, I was told specifically I could not they would not give me another lease. And that if I went through the uh, RFP bids that two of them were put out, um, that I would not be considered during that period of time. I do not understand that factor. I'm trying to leave the business. I'm trying to retire and I'd like to leave the business to someone who will continue everything in place, employees uh, and the services. Um, and I'm afraid that, that uh, with this other lease that will not happen. Um, the, um, uh, I, and that's, I guess that's really the main thing I'm looking at is uh, get a postponement so we can get the stuff. I've sent all of you guys letters recently that give you a, a, a Thank more you. of an overlay. Thank you. Thank you. Our next speaker is Alex Lowe. Mayor Alex Lowe is joining us on Zoom. Alex Lowe, go ahead. Hi, this is Alex Lowe calling in from Ward 3. First, I'd like to welcome our new city council members. It's wonderful to see you all, uh, all here, and I uh, look forward to seeing the great progress that our city make uh, in the uh, next four years with the five of you joining our leadership. I'm sorry I was unable to join you in person tonight, but I hope that the upcoming improvements to the ride that won a supermajority of, uh, of the vote earlier this year will make it possible for me to watch City Council in person starting in 2024. My wife and I chose to make Ann Arbor our home for many reasons, including how welcoming it was to, uh, to us, both as, uh, as immigrants, and for, uh, for how uh, hard the city works to improve life, uh, life for uh, its residents. So I'm looking forward to seeing over the next two uh, years some great strides made, uh, made for, uh, by the council towards that. Thank you. Thank you. Our next speaker is Brandon Dinchef. 
Hello. Um, I actually wrote something this time instead of trying to ad-lib it, so. <laughs> um, greetings, City Council. Uh, as I said at the last meeting to the outgoing council members, uh, public service is a time-consuming and often thankless job. Uh, so first of all, I want to thank you all for being willing to serve the city. Um, uh, I also want to extend a special welcome to the five new members of council at this, their first meeting as council members. Uh, I trust that you're all ready to tackle the problems that we face as a city with thoughtfulness and collaboration and to use disagreements as an opportunity to search for better solutions. I have high hopes and high expectations for you and all of us over the next few years and I look forward to seeing what we can accomplish as a city. Uh, let's say yes and to all the good work that we've been doing and push ourselves to do better where we've fallen short. Uh, welcome and thanks again for being willing to serve. Thank you. Our next speaker is Kerry Brown. Mayor Kerry Brown is joining us on Zoom. Carrie Brown, phone number 570. Press star six to unmute your phone. Go ahead. Okay, can, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Excellent. Dear Ann Arbor City Council members, I'm calling tonight to urge you to turn down the proposed resolution regarding a lease between the city and Great Lakes Air Repair for a corporate hangar at the Ann Arbor Municipal Airport. My name is Terry Brown. I've been a very long time user of this airport for more than 40 years as a pilot, flight instructor, and designated pilot examiner. I am very well acquainted with Mark Rosen and the Aviation Center, the current tenant of this corporate hangar. I, along with many of my customers, have relied upon Mr. Rosen for many years to repair, improve, and maintain many of the corporate and personal aircraft that I fly. I have purchased pilot supplies from his organization, rented aircraft, purchased fuel, and have both obtained and given flight instruction in his aircraft fleet. The current tenant brings a large volume of business to the airport as well as to the Ann Arbor community. If his lease is given to another operation and he is put out of business after 43 years at Ann Arbor, we will lose all of this business. He is a factory authorized service center for Cirrus Aircraft. He is a PSI testing center, giving many government written exams for not only pilots, but many other specialty fields as well. These franchises will very likely not be given to a new tenant. In all of the years that I've been a patron of this establishment, I've always been courteously treated in a professional manner and my needs have been met or exceeded. Competition in this space is extremely important. In order to ensure fair pricing for all of the users of the airport, it is vitally necessary to have more than one supplier of these services. If the Aviation Center is no longer going to be operating at Ann Arbor, it needs to be replaced with another full-service FBO, providing maintenance, flight instruction, fuel sales, and aircraft rental at this field. Wouldn't our needs be better served by allowing this already proven business to continue serving this market as it has for so many years? I urge you to not make a hasty decision, but to research the matter more thoroughly and to do what is best for all concerned. Thank you for your consideration. Thank you. Are there communications today from Council? Councilmember Briggs. Thanks. Welcome to our new council members. Um, and I'm just going to repeat one of the announcements I made last time, just to make sure folks are hearing um, are aware there's going to be a, a meeting for Fifth Ward residents on November 30th. Um, 
from 6 to 7.30 p.m. on uh, stormwater um, issues that are existing uh, west of Maple Road on the dirt roads um, on the other side of Dexter Ann Arbor. So postcards are going out to residents this week. Um, take, keep a lookout for that. Um, I'll have more information about how to sign up for it. And um, I look forward to attending. Councilor Ackman. Thank you. Um, I wanted to just start my first meeting by thanking Ward 4 voters uh, for trusting me to represent you on City Council. Uh, I'm really honored to be here and really excited to get work, get to work on uh, the behalf of Ward 4 residents. Um, to that end, I know that people really appreciated my predecessor's constituent communications. Um, I intend to uh, carry that on and extend it. I've already started a newsletter and coffee hours. You can find information about this on my website at dharma4a2.com. Councilmember Watson. Well, I'd like to thank everyone who uh, participated in the recent election. Uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve the residents of uh, Ward 2. And thank you also to my predecessor, Kathy Griswold, and for her service here and for her kindness to me during the transition. Um, I'm also committed to updating Ward 2 residents. Um, I had a successful coffee hour uh, yesterday, and I also uh, am looking forward to uh, updating people through my newsletter, which you can sign up for at votechriswatson.com. Um, it's a true honor to represent the ward I grew up in. Further communication from Council? Councilmember Harrison. I want to say ditto to Chris uh, and Dharma. Just wanted to thank all of the residents to come out and trust me with their vote. I appreciate your support. I am honored to serve you and um, as your council member. I also want to let you know that I do have a coffee hour coming up next Monday uh, to my constituents. It's November 28th from 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. at Zingerman's Next Door in Carytown. And you can look forward to my regular coffee hours, which I plan to hold monthly. And I will be um, also producing a newsletter, which you can find at votecynthiaharrison.com. Finally, um, to those in this town who have ever felt left behind, silenced, ignored, misunderstood, or just unsafe in your own skin, please know that I hear you, I see you, and your experiences will remain top of mind with every decision that I make. Further communication from Council. Council Mayor Gazi Edwin. Hi, everyone. I want to start off just by thanking Ward 3 voters. Thank you for getting me here. Um, thank you to my predecessor, Julie Grand, former city council member, for all of her support. And also that, you know, as a community organizer, I plan to be extremely engaged with constituents. I have a coffee hour on December 10th from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. at Mallet's Creek Library. I'll be having those monthly. And I'll also be sending out a um, monthly newsletter. In addition, I just want to say, you know, being an immigrant family and now serving on council is, uh, was one of my wildest dreams, but here we are. Um, I'm here doing this for everyone who thinks that they can't. And also, um, for people to know that they have a right and they should have a say in their, in their city's governance, no matter who you are. If you're, if you're a mom of working kids, um, whatever it may be. So thank you. Thank you for getting me here. Councilmember Cornell. 
Thank you, Mayor Taylor. And thank you to Ward 5 voters. I'm very humbled to have earned your vote, and I'm looking forward to serving our community. Um, I'm looking forward to working with all of the, my colleagues here around the table. I wanted to remind the community that Midnight Madness is coming up on Friday, December 2nd. This is an incredible opportunity to support businesses in our downtown area. Stores will be open late. From 7 to 9 p.m. in particular is a really fun time to take your family downtown. There will be music. There will be street entertainment. Um, it's just a great opportunity for us to support downtown businesses this holiday season. Businesses are working really hard to come up with clever ways to entice you to come into their doors. And I promise you that it will be a warm and welcoming atmosphere. If you have friends from out of town who are looking to visit Ann Arbor, this is a good chance to see our best foot put forward. If you'd like more information about it, please visit MainStreetAnnArbor.org. And thank you again to Ward 5, and thank you again to my colleagues. I'm looking forward to working with all of you. Councilmember Iyer. Thank you. I wanted to give a report on our recent work on the Economic Development Corporation. So as I have noted before at this table, the Economic Development Corporation has, in the past few months, expanded its mission to go beyond just approving revenue bonds and really become a, a, an advisory body that uh, advises our city council and our local government on economic development issues. Uh, we recently voted to take on as our first task something that I had brought forward to the Economic Development Corporation, and that is uh, doing a, a full review of our building and development processes here in the city. Uh, this was important to me because as we make changes with our zoning laws, for example, with TC1 increasing the possibility of density, we need to make sure that uh, if we're going to see an increase in, num in the number of, of development projects coming through, that we are absolutely um, as streamlined as we can be in making sure that those, um, that those processes um, can go through and also that they uh, that we can hopefully reduce costs so that we don't have the same uh, You know very high capital developers coming through, but hopefully we can open the process up um, to uh, folks who haven't Traditionally been in the game and so we are starting that process. We are um, going to be interviewing folks uh, throughout the community who touch the development process so residents uh, developers, uh, folks in the building trades, uh, real, real estate agents and uh, architects and, and others uh, to find out where the pain points are in our development process and how we, can, uh, how we can improve. So I'm really excited for this process. I thank our city administrator for embracing it wholeheartedly and, uh, and for John Fournier for, uh, for also taking it on as the lead and um, I'm excited to be part of it. And, um, just wanted to make sure folks were aware. Further communication from council. Councilmember Song. Uh, <clears throat> a warm welcome to incoming council members and my extreme gratitude for your willingness to come and spend time with us, so much time with us uh, here and in community. Um, I also wanted to thank uh, Several council members for attending last week's uh, State of Homelessness and Affordable Housing that was hosted by Washington Housing Alliance, Councilmember Harrison, uh, Briggs, and Aisha Ghazi Edwin were in attendance along with myself as well as directors of all of our social service agencies. Uh, it was a good overview of how 
far we need to go for our affordable housing efforts as well as what needs are um, need to be met immediately and ongoing for, through, for throughout the county. We um, have about 3,500 people experiencing homelessness at a time within our county. Um, so thank you for that. And also, uh, I wanted um, to remind folks that next Tuesday is what's known as Giving Tuesday. So you'll see a number of the same housing agencies putting out efforts to fundraise uh, and find matching uh, grants. So um, fundraise in order to receive matching grants. So I encourage folks to uh, take a look at the members of our Washington Housing Alliance and explore how you can volunteer if you can or are able to contribute. Uh, I would be grateful. Thank you. Further communication from council. I'd like to request confirmation of the of the, uh, I'd like to request confirmation of following appointments that were presented to City Council for consideration at the November 10, 2022 regular session to the Recreation Advisory Board, Mark Brayub, Hannah Carey, to the Elizabeth Dean Fund, Kimberly Sunday. May I have a motion, please? Move by Councilmember Dish, second by Councilmember Adina. Discussion? All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. Uh, Ms. Bougie, is this. Uh, is MC2 a notice, or is it meant to go on in a single uh, in a single motion? No, it's just a uh, first Perfect. presentation. All right. Well, I, uh, I will observe a resolution to appoint, rather, to reappoint Sarah Mason as representative and Molly Majewski as alternate to the Washtenaw Regional Resource Management Authority. We have before us the consent agenda. May I have a motion, please, to approve the consent agenda? Moved by Councilmember Briggs, second by Councilmember Ackman. Discussion of the consent agenda. All in favor? Opposed? The consent agenda is approved with 11 council members present. All vote in the affirmative, thus satisfying the eight vote requirement with respect to CA2, CA3, CA4, CA5. And that is all. We now come to a set of public hearings. To speak at a public hearing, one need not have signed up in advance. One need not have signed up in advance, but your speech must relate to the specific subject matter of the public hearing. That is to say, the specific item on the agenda to which the public hearing relates. In all cases, speakers will have three minutes in which to speak, so please pay close attention to the time. The time clock or our clerk will notify you when 30 seconds are remaining or when your, and when your time has expired. When your time has expired, please conclude your remarks and cede the floor. Public hearing number one, an ordinance to amend section 458 and 459 of chapter 49, sidewalks of title four, streets and sidewalks of the code of the city of Ann Arbor to responsibly, uh, to, uh, rather, code of the city of Ann Arbor relative to responsibility to repair of adjacent sidewalks. Is there anyone who'd like to speak at this public hearing? Seeing no one in-house, Ms. Boudry, is there anyone online who'd like to speak at this public hearing? Mayor, there are no callers on the line with their hands up. See no one, this public hearing is closed. Public hearing number two, resolution to authorize access by commercial users to the city of Ann Arbor's fiber optic network. Is there anyone who would like to speak at this public hearing? Ms. Boudry, is there anyone online who would like to speak at this public hearing? Edward Vilmetti, you have a comment? 
Hello, my name is Edward Vilmetti. I live in the fourth ward. Um, once upon a time, I ran an internet service provider. Um, that was a long time ago. Um, I want to speak in favor of this uh, proposed uh, change to the access to the uh, municipal fiber networks. Uh, the three networks in question are a dense one uh, in the downtown area, a somewhat more sparse one uh, in the city of Ann Arbor, and what looks from the maps like a loop that goes all the way to Ypsilanti and Ypsilanti Township. Um, getting these networks lit with commercial use is not going to be an instant process. Uh, as I understand it, the city has no intention of going into the internet service provider business, which is a really good idea. Uh, companies that want to get access to this are going to have to uh, deal with a bunch of hoops that the um, Michigan legislature has put in front of them in terms of uh, pricing and justification for access. Uh, I'm convinced that there are enough uh, carriers in the area who would uh, love to get access to these sorts of networks to serve customers. Um, I'm a member of a, a downtown uh, co-working uh, cooperative called Workentile. Uh, we currently have internet access there. I would love it if we could have uh, even better internet access there. So um, uh, realizing that this is the beginning of what might be a long process, uh, I'm all in favor of the uh, proposal as written, uh, especially its provisions not to front load all of the costs at once, but to spread them out over a number of years so that organizations can get up and running uh, in a timely way without, without making what would otherwise be a, a decade-long commitment. And with that, I'll uh, say my goodbyes. This is Edward Vilmetti, uh, Ward 4. Thank you. Mayor, that was the only caller on the line. See no one further, this public hearing is closed. A1, we have before us the regular session meeting minutes of November 10, 2022. May I have a motion please to approve these minutes? Moved by Councilmember Dish, seconded by Councilmember Watson. <laughs> <laughs> Discussion of the minutes. All in favor? Opposed? Minutes are approved. B1, ordinance to amend sections 458 and 459 of chapter 49, sidewalks of title four, streets and sidewalks of the code of the city of Ann Arbor relative to responsibility of repair of, of adjacent sidewalks. Moved by Councilmember Briggs, seconded by Councilmember Iyer. Discussion please of B1. All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. DC2, resolution to direct the exploration of alternate uses for GSA site 200 East Liberty Street. Moved by Councilmember Briggs, seconded by Councilmember Dish. Discussion, please, of DC2. Councilmember Dish. Okay, that buzzing is me. All righty. Uh, this resolution merely asks the city administrator to conduct uh, some exploratory conversations with the federal government about doing something different with what some people call the GSA building, but what I have always thought of as the post office. Uh, so this is the site at 200 East Liberty Street, as we all know, and 
it is possible that this site would be a greater benefit to the community if it were programmed for different uses. Currently, it does not conform with the zoning requirements for downtown buildings. Uh, and it does not currently provide sufficient density of office space. It has, as we know, no housing. And it's not configured in a way to be terribly inviting to pedestrians. In fact, it's kind of a trip hazard. So uh, it, we, uh, I think that they're, 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 if there are going to be serious conversations about taking this building and remaking it, Staff should be in the forefront of those conversations. This is not, this is really, really far from changing anything, but it's just stating that we would like staff to be in the lead of these conversations if they're going to happen. So there we go. Further discussion? Councilmember Song. I am very, very excited about this. Uh, one thing to note along the, the area and then going along to where we go to the downtown library is that it's a pretty dead area in the evenings. So if we can think about how to enliven that space um, beyond the eight to five hours, I'd, I'd really love to see that happen. So thank you for bringing this forward. Uh, for my part, I'm, uh, I'm grateful for the sponsors for bringing this forward. There have been uh, musings for uh, for quite some number of years about the uh, the utility or not of the of the the federal building, uh, however one one visions it. Uh, it, of course, provides a set of important services to uh, to residents and others, but it also um, is uh, structurally and ge geometrically perhaps uh, put together in a way that doesn't meet our, the full set of our aspirations. Uh, and it would be great, uh, I'd be grateful for a, uh, a complete conversation with the federal government uh, as to how perhaps we can uh, square the circle and, and permit this space or utilize this space in a way that, that meets uh, all of our several goals. Um, so I thank the sponsors for bringing this forward and look forward to the administrator's uh, urgent, uh, rather, uh, uh, not urgent, perhaps, uh, the administrator's uh, uh, outstanding work on this. Further discussion? All in favor? All opposed? It is approved. DC3 resolution to approve a lease agreement with the city uh, and great, between the city and Great Lakes Air Repair DBA Beacon Aviation for a corporate hangar located at the Ann Arbor Municipal Airport. Moved by Councilmember Briggs, second by Councilmember Iyer. Discussion, please, of DC3. Councilmember Briggs. Thanks. Um, I serve as liaison to the airport commission. Um, just a little bit of background, um, much of which is in your memo. Uh, as, and um, on Legistar, uh, obviously the, the lease expired in 2018 um, with the current operator. And um, the, the lease that's in front of us tonight with Great Lakes Air Repair um, is one that would result in $200,000 of improvements made to the site, as well as um, this um, provider it has strong experience as a fixed space operator um, they will be offering um, the current services as well as new services is my understanding I know questions have been raised around um, the paint shop and it's my understanding that the paint shop operations would actually be occurring in Mason um, not here um, locally um, and also I know concerns have been raised around um, current employees on the site, and my, it's my understanding that uh, interviews will be offered to all um, full-time employees or all, all existing employees. Um, but I would like to turn it over to staff to provide more information and um, 
little bit more of an intro on this. Mr. Dohoney. Mayor, we have Mr. Wilhelm and uh, perhaps Mr. Kohanik available. Yes, good evening, Council. This is Matt Kohanik. I'm the Fleet and Facilities Manager for the city, and in that role, I also serve as the airport manager. Can you hear me okay this evening? Yes, we can. Okay. So, yeah, what you have in front of you is, uh, is a lease. Uh, we went through uh, literally a multi-year, multi-RFP process to uh, find what we feel is the best, uh, the best benefit for the airport and the users of the airport. Uh, this is a process that was heavily worked on by the Airport Advisory Committee and uh, specifically a subcommittee of made up of members of the Airport Advisory uh, Committee. Um, I can say I know that you received some communications, uh, Council received some communications in the last uh, day or so uh, regarding this. Um, and I think those have been addressed in the Council memo. I can say that uh, we did a thorough due diligence process uh, on this proposer and felt very comfortable that um, they're going to do what they say they did and will be a, a nice asset for the community. So uh, at this point, I guess I take any questions that you may have. Further discussion? Oh, pardon me. <laughs> Councilmember Iyer. Okay, thank you. Um, as the previous council liaison to the airport, Advisory Commission, I just wanted to state my support for this resolution. Um, and particularly when I received the memo, um, I was reassured to note the involvement of a local businessman, Brian Heron, who I actually know to be um, just someone who has a very stellar business record um, in our community. And um, I, I feel very comfortable supporting this resolution and uh, going forward with this. Thank you. Further discussion? All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. DC4, resolution to authorize a grant application to the Michigan Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy, High Water Infrastructure Grant Program for the City of Ann Arbor, Comprehensive Stormwater Plan, total cost, total project cost, 500000 grant amount, $400,000. Moved by Councilmember Dish, second by Councilmember Adina. Discussion, please, of DC4. Councilmember Dish. Yep. Um, I just want to say how happy I am to see this as the liaison to the Huron River uh, Watershed Council. Um, and I mean, there are many bodies involved in this. I'm sure that Ward uh, 5 is delighted for this as you guys are experiencing a lot of stormwater events. This will be, um, it is wonderful for us to have a plan that will better align with the needs that we have as, as the need for adaptation and resiliency in the, faces of, in the face of climate change intensifies. So I'm delighted and also getting this grant will mean that this work will cost us very little relative to our budget. So this is marvelous. Further discussion? All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. DS1 having been addressed already. DS2, resolution to approve agreement between the city. Oh, I'm sorry, no. DS1, resolution to authorize access by commercial users to the city of Ann Arbor's fiber optic network. Move by. Councilmember Iyer, seconded by. Councilmember Ackman, discussion, please, of DS1. Mr. Dohoney. 
Mayor, we have Mr. Shuchuk available for this item. Mr. Shuchuk is joining us on Zoom. Good evening, Mayor Taylor. Good evening, Council. Were there any any questions regarding the uh, the resolution that you wanted me to address? Yes, there were questions posed by Councilmember uh, Ackman. She's okay. here can pose a question to you, Mr. Shuchuk. Okay, I, I have them if you'd like me to go ahead. Yes, please, thank you. All right, so the, um, uh, the first question was, um, uh, there are residents in Ann Arbor uh, that are not able to purchase fiber optics and because it's not available at their address or by a commercial provider and what impact do we expect the dark fiber leasing to have on the availability of fiber and, and uh, uh, residential addresses? Uh, first of all, one is, is to try to bridge any gaps uh, with the digital divide, try to uh, get fiber available to people that don't have it today. It is, uh, my, we are pretty well served in, in the city of Ann Arbor, but if there are any gaps that, that folks are aware of, if you could let, let me know what they are, there are some, uh, uh, other initiatives going on in the county as well, especially in the rural areas that might, might be able to serve uh, folks, but then also we could, uh, we could see what we could do to try to serve those, the, those people ourselves in the future. Uh, the, the next thing would be to promote competition. Uh, the more competition we have uh, uh, brings more choices to people. Uh, it makes things in theory more affordable. And the last thing would be is, is internet access is great, but if it, it, if it is not fast and it is not high speed, sometimes it's more of a burden than it is an advantage. So we wanna make sure that we have high speed fiber that is made available to people so uh, uh, they are able to um, uh, utilize the, the internet to the best of its, uh, their ability. Um, the, um, the next question was, um, uh, again, the city does not intend to be an ISP, and what type of entities do we expect to be able to activate the dark fiber? And there was a, an example about a neighborhood group that could, could potentially um, enter into a, a lease with us. First of all, the, the purpose of this resolution is to really make this available to anybody uh, that is willing to enter into agreement that would benefit our community. And so, Entities that would be able to take advantage of it would be ISPs, it could be businesses, it could be education, it could be nonprofit, and it could be community groups. There are companies out there that will go into neighborhoods and what they will do is they will extend the fiber um, from where, uh, 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 they will uh, extend our fiber out to the neighborhoods and then pr provide access, but the important thing is they'll be able to provide the ISP type services that, that the communities need. So that is the hope, that is the goal, that that this fiber will make it more ben, uh, it will make it more attractive to people to use it because we're spending a lot of the capital costs up front 
which makes it affordable for people to uh, activate the fiber for communities. Any questions? Thank you. Discussion? All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. DS2, resolution to approve agreement between the City of Ann Arbor and the Downtown Development Authority for sidewalk repairs within the Downtown Development District during fiscal year 2023 through fiscal year 2026. Moved by Councilmember Rodina, seconded by Councilmember Ghazi Edwin. Discussion, please, of DS2. All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. Ms. Radebaugh, do we have the pleasure of a closed session today? We do not, Mayor. Thank you. We have before us the clerk's report of communications, petitions, and referrals. May I have a motion, please, to approve the clerk's report. Move by. Councilmember Cornell, second by Councilmember Ackman. Discussion, please, of the clerk's report. All in favor? Opposed? It is approved. Ms. Radebar, are there any communications from the city attorney? Just that our office welcomes the new council members, and we look forward to working with you. Thank you. Having Mr. completed Mayor. public comment during public comment reserve time, there is no public comment overflow. Therefore, may I have a motion to adjourn. Move Mr. by. Mr. Mayor. Oh, Mr. Dehoney. Sorry. Uh, we had been um, experiencing some issues with 911 statewide this evening. And I just wanted to indicate publicly that those issues have been resolved. And so anyone needing to communicate with 911 need not hesitate to do so. Thank you. We have a motion to adjourn. Move by Councilor Briggs, second by Councilor Iyer. Discussion? All in favor? Opposed? Meeting is adjourned. <laughs>